This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sports with Joe O and Joe G here on this Friday morning as we get set for week 10 in the NFL. We'll get to a little college football coming up later this hour, NBA next hour, contest picks where uh, Joe and Paul went for their picks for this coming Sunday. So we'll get to all that, but let's start hitting some of these games here. Uh, we can start out with this. Tampa Bay off a of bye, Washington off a of bye. The uh, Bucks are nine and a half point favorites on the road in Washington, the total on this game, 51 and a half. Interesting game for a couple of perspectives. One, you know, usually this time of year, one team's off by the other team isn't. It's You kind of get those spots where one team has, the other team does. This is both teams mm-hmm. off their bye. Uh, both teams off a loss before their bye, including Tampa Bay, really not looking good against the uh, New Orleans Saints, Joe. The one thing about the Bucks, and I have moved off my feelings. My feeling earlier in the week was too many points, and now I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to, take this game I, just, I don't trust i can't wait trust why washington. what happened i can't tr- i can't trust washington plus paul told me that you know friends don't let friends bet on the washington football team like he, he stopped me before I, I i was gonna do it but that being said it it is a lot of points for anyone on the road to drop and um the bucks have not been as good on the road this year i mean not even close I, I can't wait till we get to the contest picks later and I read you some of the text thread on what oh Paul, Paul's thoughts from Cancun on some of these NFL games are and uh, how terrible, how mad I am at the Ravens still. We'll see if it calms down in a couple hours uh, for kicking me out of some survivor pools. But, you know, at some point, we can't just keep ma- – by the, by the time we get to week number 15, if we're, if we're still adding to teams you can't bet on, like we're going to cut out half the games in the NFL slate week if now we're adding Washington. But I understand if you, if you want to do that. Uh, yeah, we're still, we're still holding steady at 9.5. I thought we would get to 10 here with all the public support for the Bucks, and maybe that's a little bit telling uh, to support your case. Uh, You've talked a lot about a lot about the Bucks on the road and their issues. They are two and two straight up. They're zero and four ATS on the road. But you can also throw a trend out there like Brady on the road after a bye. He's eight and two, eight and two against the spread. I mean, when they were a great defense, he smoked Washington. I mean, the big question that I have here is the health of his uh, wide receivers. So Evans is good. He's going to be out there and. He's good enough where if he's the only guy he has, he'd still have a big day. What do you have, a three-touchdown game against the mm-hmm. Bears a few weeks back? But I need to know about Godwin 
because it it's a completely different scenario when you're talking about having both Evans and Godwin on the outside uh, going against this football team secondary. Uh, PFF has this week the number one wide receiver cornerback advantage to the wideout, Chris Godwin, of all the matchups that we're going to see this week. Uh, Washington, second worst in EPA per play on defense, third worst in defensive DVOA. I mean, we're we're just way beyond them not playing to their capabilities. We're like, you're, you're trash. You're with the bottom feeders. That's where they are. And then we've got a pissed off Brady, off a loss, off of off a bye, stewing for, for a couple of weeks. Maybe there's a, a little bit of narrative in there. But I will also add that their defense is only getting healthier. And they're, I think they're going to play better. They're going to start to play better once they get healthier. It's funny how that works. This is a bucks or nothing but I can't sit here and say it's definitely one of my top five sides of the week. Like if I'm in a contest where I'm six or seven and it's nine and a half and I'm not laying 10, I'd probably go to the Bucks. I, I cannot back Washington in the spot. Yeah, it's almost like you have to weigh the things you're thinking about the game. And I, I mentioned that the Bucks have not been good on the road. They haven't. They haven't covered on the road yet. Brady off a loss, right? Brady off a bye in this game. Okay, that's a big deal. And you mentioned, I mean, Washington's defense, remember how we talked about before the season? Maybe they're not as quite as good as people thought. Forget that. They're, they're bad. Horrendous. Horrendous. They're the worst one in the seven league against the, the spread. Uh, they, the they, they're one in the seven. Pass. Yeah. They, and here comes Brady. Here comes right. Brady. Number one pass DVOA. Number one offensive DVOA. Number two success rate. Number two EPA per play. It's just, this is a supreme mismatch. And that's why the number's at nine and a half. I, I want to know why it's not ten. Do the books think Washington's going to cover here? I'm, I'm shocked that we're not at the number of 10. Who's backing Washington? Have you heard anyone make the case? No, I haven't. I, I mean, I, I, I can't find, like, unless you just believe the Bucks in the road, that's a trend that's going to continue. And, it's, yeah. and it is a big number, right? We're talking about nine and a half points for a team that is at home. So it's a big number, but um, I'm with you. I, I'd go Bucks or nothing in this game. Probably going to stay away from this game. All right, let's go to another big number here. One that's come down as the week has gone along. The Detroit Lions, the winless Detroit Lions in Pittsburgh oh against the Steelers. Steelers coming off a close win on Monday night, so short week for them against the Bears. Lions coming off a bye. So th this is what I was kind of alluding to a few minutes ago. Around this time of year, you can get discrepancies and rest, big discrepancies. This is a big one. Full bye week for the Lions, six days off of the last game for the Steelers. I think that makes a difference here. I mean, that's – like that – Joe, you were locked in that game. That was a hard. That was not an easy win for the Steelers. Like they had to fight for that win. Now they got to go play another game against another team that's mm -hmm. dying for a win here. I like the Lions side of this game. I just don't think the Steelers' offense is good enough consistently that they should be laying this many points. And that was it. my that was my thought last week. And it was a high scoring game, but they didn't cover it. That's it, man. A anytime the Steelers are in a matchup where the point spread is Pittsburgh favored by seven or more, I am going to look strongly on the underdog side, 100%. It scares me that the public is on Detroit, but they see yeah. the, the amount of value that is here. And, and I think they're right. The contest, they give us eight. So they think this is going to continue to tick down. Again, who's picking Pittsburgh? On a short week and with that offense. Now, what is Detroit good at? That I mean, really, if we have that conversation, where do we go? Is it a short one? Is it over in about two seconds? What can they do well? Um, defensively, they're dead last EPA per play. 
They're 29th at defensive DVOA. Uh, offensively, they're bottom three in everything. So it, it, are they going to need some of the trick plays that they brought out against the Rams a few weeks ago? Is it going to be one, another one of those kitchen sink games where they try all sorts of stuff? Dan Campbell stewing for a couple of weeks, sitting on the bye, trying to figure things out. What do we do against them? But, you know, Pittsburgh, e- even though I guess that you have the advantage because you have the advantage anytime you're going against Detroit, but I don't know, they, they, well, if it stinks, they're 31st in success rate in the NFL. Injuries, watch the injuries. Claypool not practicing again on Thursday. Najee Harris was limited with a foot. Uh, I wouldn't say that he was effective uh, against a mediocre Bears defense on Monday night. I mean, they just keep going on no matter what. He's churning out 2.5 yards. Doesn't matter. They're going to keep going to him all day. So we have a low total, and I'm getting more than a touchdown. I will take your more than a touchdown, and I'm going to just hope the public dog doesn't bite us, or maybe it starts to turn around a little bit. I like the Lions as well. Yeah, I do. The total's 42 and a half, so probably a low-scoring game. I'll take the points here as well. And, you know, this year, Steelers way better cover team on the road. This is the the Mike Tomlin thing, right? Everyone counts them out. They're dogs on the road. They go to Green Bay. They almost covered that game. That was the the offsides and the field goal. I mean, they've had these games in Buffalo week one. You guys were on them in the contest week one. When they're a dog on the road, no one believes in Mike Tomlin's team. That's when they play their best. And they're at home, and it's like, uh, they might lose or it might be really close. No, I mean, his, and it's not just a recent thing with the, the bad version of Ben. Historically, Mike Tomlin is great as an underdog, as you just mentioned, but he's not, not mediocre. He's bad as a favorite. When the roles are flipped, when they're expected to blow teams out by multiple scores, which is what we're asking here with this point spread, no, it's not going to happen. So uh, that, that's another reason on the Detroit side, and, and the people see that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's jump to the tight. I, I can't wait for this game. It's so it's a weird game to be excited for because it doesn't have the names we're used to. But the Titans and the Saints on Sunday. The number is two and a half. The Titans are two and a half point home favorites against the Saints. Yeah. Boy, Sean Payton's doing a good job. Even look at some of the numbers Simeon put up last week. Not bad. I don't think Trevor Simeon was – I mean, he had a big fumble in that game, but I don't think Trevor Simeon's throwing was the reason they lost the Atlanta Falcons. He was – I mean, for what he is, Payton got a lot out of him. And you've been mentioning all week, Joe, the offense for the Titans last week did not show up. Yeah. And that was the first game without Derrick Henry, but their defense made plays. This is where – like, can Sean Payton get his get another backup quarterback on the road through a game against a playmaking defense? Like, that's I, that's what I just keep coming back to. Can Simeon protect the football against a defense that takes it away from everybody? They took it away from Stafford. They took it away from Mahomes. 
they take that football away from everyone, this Titans defense, man, it's, it feels like, how can I not? I only have to lay less than a field goal with the Titans at home against Trevor Simeon. It feels too easy. Even though I'm still mad at New Orleans for losing last week against the Atlanta Falcons, it is remarkable. You're right that they're sitting here five and three, and there is zero explosion on his offense. Zero. I mean, that's not his fault. It's just what he's dealing with. And they're in cap hell, and they're going to be in cap hell for a little bit. Uh, this is a top defense for the Saints. It is. When, when you look across the board, they're viewed as a top three, top four. I mean, last week, I don't want to take away any credit from Atlanta and say they didn't really deserve that, but it was extremely fluky. With all the penalties, with all the drop passes for the Saints receivers, are they going to do that again? The sack fumble, creating some short fields. Corderell Patterson, I mean, he's the big playmaker on Atlanta, really. Uh, and... and yeah, the, the question I have about the Titans is I, I don't think like, oh, we saw them pull off an upset without Derrick Henry. They're good. Like, no, you haven't proven that to me yet. Now, if you do it again, okay, fine. Uh, seven and two straight up, seven and two against the spread. They're plus 44 point differential, winning five games. Underdog. Here's another situation. Vrabel and the Titans, great in that underdog role. Okay, now you're the favorite. Now you're favored by two and a half. The, the big thing to keep an eye on with the final injury report today is the status of Camara. I mean, that's big. I do like the Saints here. I, I w- if forced to, I would take them at plus two and a half, but I wouldn't feel great about it if Camara's not good to go or if he's questionable. I might wait until Sunday. But Sean Payton as a dog, Sean Payton as an underdog, one of, I mean, after a loss, I'm sorry. After a loss and an underdog, it's like we're hitting both angles here. Yeah. I've got to back the Saints. Yeah, I, I think if Kamara can't play, that's a deal breaker for me, though. If I was leaning towards the Saints, I don't know how they move the football without him. I just I don't know how they do it. Like, at least I know the Titans can make a big play with their wide receivers. At some point, they're going to make a big play with those wide receivers. Yeah. I know it's difficult against Saints defense, but it feels like a close game. Like, in a close game, if you're not sure, take the point. If Kamara plays and you're taking the points... I think it's a it's it's a fine side of this. Are we going to do this dance every single week uh, with the Titans receivers? So AJ Brown removed from the injury report yesterday. Julio goes back out. It feels like we we do this every single week. Yeah. Are, are both of them ever going to be healthy? No, well, no. I mean, it, it's worse for Brown. He's a young guy. I mean, the fact that he can't yeah. stay in the field is bad. All right, let's jump to the Cowboys and the Falcons here. This now this number was around ten to start the week. We are at are we still at nine here before this. Uh, before we go off for the weekend, I think we're at nine with the Atlanta Falcons, the underdogs in Dallas. Mm. Feels like a lot of points. It, I, I know Dallas probably bounces back, and I know the Atlanta Falcons defense is horrendous. And and if Zach feels good, they should move the football. Gallup looks like he's coming back this week. I think we get a lot of I think we get the Dallas offense really picks it back up after last week getting shut down for basically 55 minutes. But I think the Fal- the Falcons are playing pretty good offensively. You know, ever since week one, week two, Matt Ryan has really kind of found his stride. He's not done yet. Ridley's not there, but I think they, fa- they found out how to live without him. Cordero Patterson somehow is a weapon now. Pitts has emerged. I would take the points with Atlanta here. And this might this I might need a backdoor cover to, to finish this and it, to get home, but that's a lot of points for a Dallas defense that really doesn't shut you down. They take the football away. What do you think the Cowboys' team total is? So the total, what's the total in the game? 54 and a half. 
Cowboys Ooh. team total 28. 32 and a half. Wow. Because <laughs> I, I, I wanted to take a look. I'm like, you know what? They're at home. Great bounce back spot for Dak. Yeah. Going a great matchup. 32 mm. and a half. I'm like, okay, that's, that's a no-go. Atlanta couldn't stop New Orleans in the fourth quarter. That's when they did all their damage. And that's the concern if I'm back in the Falcons. I will say, I was looking at some of the sharper books. Now, FanDuel is at nine. And some of the books that cater offshore to some of the sharper players, they're at 10. So it seems like we're going to continue to get some more money on the Dallas side. Zeke was limited to practice time on Smith. He did not practice. But, I mean, this is the bounce back of all bounce backs. Don't you have more faith that the Cowboys are going to bounce back than the Bills? I think they both could, but if yeah, you had to pick one to cover, wouldn't you go with Dallas at home? Yeah, they're and they're at home. Yeah, they're because at home. bad they Atlanta defense. Yeah, yeah. But I'll say this about Atlanta: their offense—they had six point four yards to play against the Saints defense that we just gave a lot of credit to. If they could do that to the Saints, they could do that to the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys defense is opportunistic; it's not stopping anyone. This feels like a very high-scoring game. If this game is thirty-five twenty-eight with a couple minutes to go, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. I would take the points. Would you tease Dallas to if you can get it inside of a field goal? I don't think you'll yeah. be able to because it seems like it's just going to keep jumping. I would. Yeah. Although I felt good about a, a tease with the Ravens last night. and That went to hell. Pretty Everybody quick. did. Everybody yeah. lost that one. Yeah, yeah, that was a loser. All right, Joe O, Joe G. This is Beck QL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. On the other side, we'll talk about some college football games we love here for the weekend. Some big ones in college football. That's up next right here on the Beck QL Network.